0: Let's take our Bibles tonight, and I'm sure you've got one, and uh, turn to the book of Jonah tonight. Book of Jonah tonight, and uh, chapter 2 tonight of the book of Jonah. Jonah chapter number 2. And we're going to begin reading in verses 1. We're going to read the entirety of the chapter, which is 10 verses uh, tonight, and then we're going to uh, take a a uh, text tonight out of this chapter tonight, as the Lord would be our helper. Uh, the Bible said, Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly, and said, I cry by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord. And he heard me out of the belly of hell, cried I, and thou heardest my voice. For thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, And the floods can pass me about. All thy bellows and thy waves pass over me. And then I said, I am cast out of thy sight. Yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. The waters can pass me about, even to the soul. The depths closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. I went down to the bottoms of the mountains, the earth with her bars was about me forever, yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and in my prayer came unto it, thee unto thy holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving, I will pay that that I have vowed, salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry ground. Thank you You and be seated. Our Father and God and Savior, Lord, we come to Thee, Lord, tonight and approach Your throne through uh, Your name, the name of Jesus, because we know when we come in His name that we have the password that opens up heaven's treasures. And we know also, Lord, that when we come through you, we come through the blood. And Lord, if I understand the Bible correctly tonight, that when you look down at your children tonight, you look at them and in front of you is a mercy seat. And Lord, the blood is still on the mercy seat. And so when you see us, Lord, you see us through the blood. And you don't see us, Lord, but you see the blood that we're under. Lord, as we come tonight, Lord, in this topsy-turvy world tonight, Lord, we know that everything's all right, Lord, in your house. Uh, we know, Lord, tonight that you're not worried like we are down here. We know tonight, Lord, you're not concerned about how it all turn out like we are down here. And we know, Lord, that you are uh, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Uh, Father, in this hour in which we're now living uh, Lord, many are lost and many are headed down that broad road and, and bad part about it, many of them don't care and some don't even know. But Lord, we pray that the mercy of God might arrest them as they travel down the broad way and they might lift up their heads and look out in front of them and see a lake of fire. Lord, where it's going to end. Lord, for those that are traveling the straight and the narrow way, uh, Lord, we just pray that, uh, Lord, that you'd help us tonight. And uh, Lord, we know that whether you build your house upon the sands or you build your house upon the rock, we know the storms still come. But we do know that it's only those houses that are built upon the rock that when the storm passes are left standing. Lord, help our houses to be upon the rock so when the floods come and the rains come and the winds blow, uh, Lord, that we'll still be standing. Uh, Lord, thank you tonight for the opportunity to preach. Give me the words, the message tonight. and Bless the people tonight. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. I was looking through the book of Jonah this week as I was studying in my office, and I seen something that I had not seen in times uh, past. And, And so I want to preach about Jonah tonight. Now, oftentimes when we hear a sermon about Jonah... Uh, it's all negative. Uh, it's not usually very good. Uh, even when he got right with the Lord, uh, even when God gave a great revival, uh, Jonah was displeased with the Lord. And uh, even when the Lord uh, let a little gourd come over his head in the fourth chapter, uh, Jonah's still complaining to the Lord. So most of what we find in the book of Jonah, four chapters, uh, is a negative about Jonah. Jonah. Uh, we see Jonah as a slacker. We see Jonah as someone that is slack on what God wants them to do. And certainly we could all say, I've been a Jonah in that area. We could all say that I've been slack on what God wants me to do, what I know that God wants me to do. I don't believe that God will ever hold anybody accountable for something they do not know that they're supposed to be doing. Uh, But if you know that you're supposed to go to church, you know that you're supposed to read the Bible, you know that you're supposed to pray, you know that you're supposed to tithe, you know that you're supposed to witness. Uh, If we know all these things and don't do them, God will some way hold us accountable for them. But Jonah was a slacker. The Bible said he arose to flee unto Tarsus from the presence of the Lord. And then Jonah was not only a slacker like many in our age, but Jonah was a sleeper. The Bible said that Jonah went to sleep uh, amidst, evidently his conscience didn't bother him too much. He wasn't under too much conviction about disobeying God like most of the people in our generation because he was still able to lay down and go to sleep. He didn't just lay down and go to sleep, he went fast asleep. He went so asleep that the Bible said God had to send somebody to wake him up uh, because he wouldn't wake up. And when they woke him up, the heathen sailors said, What meanest thou, O sleeper? What meanest thou, O sleeper? So we know him as the slacker. We know him as the sleeper. And of course, we all remember him as the man that was swallowed by a whale. The Bible said the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And so all these things are negative about poor old Jonah. He's a slacker. He's asleep. He gets swallowed up by a whale. God prepares a whale to swallow up Jonah. But there is something positive in the book that I never had really seen till this week. and uh, And whenever I see something in the Bible I hadn't seen before, uh, I rejoice as one that findeth a great spawn. And, uh, and there's so much in the Bible that I don't know that I hadn't seen. And, uh, and only God can open it up to you. If the Lord don't open it up to you, you'll never get it. It's like that little book in John 5, we'll probably study about this week, if not next week. But that little book, and, and John begin to weep and cry, he said, Why you why are you crying for, it, John? And he said, No man's able to open the book. And so if unless God opens the book, no man can open it to you. It's like Peter when he went there to the Lord, and the Lord said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto me, thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Uh, if you get anything out of the Bible, God will have to open it up to you. God will have to reveal it to you. And uh, so I'm glad that the Lord showed me something that I had never seen. I'm sure many others have, but I'd never seen it. But there is uh, something positive here. And we find it in verse 6. The Bible said, Jonah said, I went down to the bottoms, he said. I went down to the bottoms. And in verse 10, the Bible said, The Lord spake unto the fish, And it vomited out Jonah upon the dry ground. Jonah said, I went down to the bottom. There's a lot of people tonight, maybe not in this room. Uh, There's probably some people in this room that have went down to the bottom. I don't know if there's anybody here tonight that is on the bottom. But there's people I'm sure that's listening by way of the internet tonight. And uh, we have people that listen in the Philippines, and all over the world we have people that listen up in the other states of the United States, and uh, we sometimes get texts or emails or we can go on there and we can see how many people are listening, and so we know that people are listening. Our radio broadcast goes out over eight states, uh, and uh, we often on a Sunday evening my phone will beep. And it'll be somebody that is listening and they'll say, Preacher, I want to thank you for the message. Can I get a CD? And we'll mail them to them. Uh, But what I'm saying is we never know who's out there listening. Uh, uh, But I'm sure of this one thing, uh, that in the last uh, seven, eight months that we have went through, I'm sure tonight that there's someone tonight uh, that finds themselves on the bottom. I'm sure tonight that there are countless people that find their self on the bottom. They're not all drug addicts. They're not all alcoholics. uh, uh, They're not all people that uh, live their life in uh, uh, promissimous promissimous sex and and, uh, fornication and things that God is against. Uh, uh, They're not all God-haters and uh, Bible-rejecters, but they find their way... uh, on the bottom, Amen. and uh, and I want to preach tonight about this. Uh, Jonah shows us the way back up. Jonah shows us the way back up from uh, the bottom. What worked for Jonah will work tonight for you if you get on the bottom. What works tonight for Jonah will work for those that may be listening tonight and find self on the bottom. Amen. Uh, life has a way with an active devil and with a world that hates God uh, and with a body that is uh, surrounded by flesh. Uh, uh, the world, the flesh, and the devil have a way of putting men and women and boys and girls just like you uh, on the bottom. Amen. Uh, uh, there's many people tonight that love God like you do. Uh I've read their Bible like you do. I I came to church like you do. I I witnessed others like you do. I I gave tithes like you do. And they find themselves tonight somewhere out there in this big, dark, cold, vast world. They find themselves on the bottom tonight. Uh, uh, But Jonah tells us, uh, uh, Jonah did go down to the bottom, but Jonah came back up from the bottom, uh, and Jonah gives us a little uh, three-part uh, message tonight on how, how to get back up off the bottom, or the way back up. The Bible says, uh, now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days uh, and three nights, uh, and so here old Jonah is, uh, uh, Jonah, uh, Jonah uh, was an honest person in the sense that when they asked him, they said, uh, uh, who's, what God do you serve? And he said, I serve, I, he said, the God of the Hebrews. I've never understood verse 9, chapter 1. He said, I am a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven. And I want to ask him, Mr. Jonah, if you fear the God of heaven, uh, what are you doing in the bottom of a ship? What are you doing running from God? And yet countless thousands of people tonight that if you were to ask them in a survey, do you fear the Lord? Uh, And they'd say, I fear God. Uh, But yet they go places they shouldn't go. Uh, They stay away from places they should go to. They live lives like they do not fear God. Uh, Amen. I I want you to know tonight that the Bible said, Jonah said, I fear the Lord, the God of heaven. And then he said this, He said, uh, they said, for whose cause is this thing come upon us? Uh, And Jonah said, it's because of me. Uh, uh, Well, thank God he was honest enough to confess uh, that this problem is because of me. He's an unusual backslider. You say, why do you say that? Because most backsliders blame the preacher, they blame the church, they blame someone else, uh, uh, they'll blame everybody in the world but their for being on the bottom. Uh, but Jonah said, this storm, this problem is because of me, he said. Uh, did you ever stop to think about the fact it does matter how we live, it does matter what we do, uh, Uh, Because that when we disobey God, uh, uh, us disobeying God can affect uh, countless thousands. Uh, How many, how many do I know tonight over 40 years? that got out of church, that got out of the will of God, went all the way to the bottom, uh, and they said, Preacher, I ain't hurting nobody but myself. Uh, uh, But now their children's messed up. Uh, uh, Now the whole family's out of church. Uh, uh, Now many of them may never get saved. you say, why? Because of their disobedience. Don't never say, I, I ain't hurting nobody but myself. Yeah. Uh, because there's no way that you can sin and go away from God uh, and not hurt anybody but yourself. Uh, uh, you hurt your family. You hurt the church. Uh, uh, you hurt your discouraged Sunday school teacher. You hurt your discouraged preacher. Uh, uh, you, hurt, you hurt in a million ways that you don't even think about tonight. Uh, when you go away from God, Amen. Amen. And so the Bible said, uh, uh, and you know these men, they were they were merciful heathens, I guess you could say, because the Bible said that these men in verse uh, thirteen said the men rolled hard to bring it to land. In other words, they'd done everything they could do uh, uh, to not have to throw this backslidden preacher out of the boat. Uh, But the Bible said, uh, I got a sermon I used to preach years ago, I ain't preached a long time, uh, uh, but I got a sermon I used to preach, uh, and it's out of this uh, chapter right here, and my text is, What shall we do uh, that the sea may be calm unto us? Uh, uh, You know, there's some things that we uh, uh, can do when the storms are raging in our life uh, uh, that may bring a calmness to the sea. It may not be Jesus who's going to walk on the water and speak to the wind and calm the sea. Uh, it may have to be you. Uh, uh, you may have to confess up. You may have to own up and say, God, it's my fault. I'm the one. I'm the problem uh, uh, before the sea ever gets calm in your life. Uh, but the Bible said when they had rolled and done all they could do, you know, that's the way sinners are. Sinners will do everything they can do to keep other sinners from coming to God. Uh, uh, Sinners will keep everything they can do, everything they can do to keep backsliders from coming back to God. Uh, you say why they can use them? Uh, they'll say, "Well, I'm not going to church. That old backslider used to preach. That old backslider used to be in church. Uh, that thing's full of hypocrites, and I'm not going over there." Uh, and uh, so they, uh, the devil knows that he can use the backslider uh, if he can keep him from coming back to God. So the Bible said they'd done everything they could. But verse 15 said, so they took up Jonah and they cast him forth into the sea and the sea ceased from a raging. You say, what happened? Same thing it will happen in your life and my life. When you throw the sin out, things will settle down and get better. Amen. Amen. Uh, our problem is, is a lot of times we, we say well I'm saved uh, and we don't recognize all the sin in our home, in our life, uh, in our families and it goes on every day and we don't even think about it being sin. Uh, uh, but it's only when we realize uh, uh, the sin that we're allowing in our life and only then when we cast it out uh, uh, that the sea can become a little bit common to us. And the Bible said the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice unto the Lord, and they made a, made a vow. And verse 17, and the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. Uh, Dake Study Bible has a note there back in the late 1800s of a, a whaling crew that was out catching whales, killing whales. Uh, and they were cutting them open and dressing them, and they found a man inside of one of them. My wife, I think it was, was telling me today of something she's seen uh, where some people were swallowed by a whale. I just heard myself yesterday Uh, I think it was uh, my son Thanksgiving was telling about three women that were out in a boat uh, and they were watching these whales uh, and the whale uh, right in a moment's time come up and swallowed all three of them and they were able to get out with their life. uh, uh, but anyway, don't never listen to these heathens that say uh, uh, it's not possible for a whale to swallow a man. Uh, uh, why, if God wanted to, he could let you swallow a whale. Amen. Uh, I'm telling you, he's a God of gods. Uh, uh, there's not anything God cannot do. Uh, and when you read something in the Bible you don't understand, uh, don't close your Bible up and put it on the shelf. Just believe it uh, and wait for God to explain it to you someday when you get home. Uh, the miracle is not that the whale swallowed Jonah. The miracle is uh, that the whale spit Jonah up when God told it to. Amen. Uh, I don't know about you, but I've done a little fishing. Most fish don't like to give up their bait. Uh, Uh, They don't like to give up their meal, amen. Uh, uh, You catch them, they still got the hook in their mouth, but the men is way down. They don't want to give it up, even though they got caught. Uh, And uh, so it is with Jonah. And so there Jonah is, and by his own words, uh, by his own words, Jonah said, I went down to the bottoms. I went as far as you could go. I went as low as you could go. I couldn't go no lower. I couldn't go no farther. I was on the very, very bottom. Brother Bill sings a song. I should have had him sing it tonight. I, I think Bill sings it about uh, God reached down on the bottom uh, and got me. And so, uh, and so God does that sometimes. But first thing Jonah did when he got down to the bottom, won't you notice this? The first thing the Bible says after seventeen finish, verse seventeen finishes chapter two, the very first three words says what? Uh, it says then Jonah prayed. Amen. Uh, the first thing Jonah did when he hit the bottom, the Bible said, Then Jonah prayed. Amen. I, I believe when Jonah started to pray. I believe that old whale was resting there on the bottom uh, and I believe the minute that Jonah started to pray, uh, that old whale raised up a little bit. Uh, You say, why? Because Jonah's on the bottom, but he's made the first move on getting up back to the top again. Amen. Uh, And uh, so we look here and we see Jonah down there praying. That tells me three things tonight. Uh, uh, number one, that tells me and shows me uh, uh, that it's never too late to pray. Amen. Never too late to play, pray. The devil tell you God's give up on you. uh devil tell you God's done with you. The devil tell you uh, there's no way back. Uh, but I want you to know Jonah went as far and as low as he could go. Uh, uh, but it still was not too late to pray. Amen. Uh, If you can breathe, if you can think, uh, uh, if you have intellect, if you still contain your spirit, uh, it's not too late to pray. I I think a lot of people in the church tonight think it's too late to pray. And I will tell you something, uh, COVID will not determine the temperature of our church or the atmosphere of our church. Uh, Uh, What will determine the atmosphere of our church and the temperature of our church uh, is the prayers that people pray. Do you pray? Do you have time with God? Are you asking God to bless you and bless the people and show up in the church? Uh, If you're not, don't complain about cold services and dead services and no feeling. Uh, If you're not praying, you're going to stay right down there on the bottom. And the bottom's a mighty cold place, neighbor. Amen. Jonah didn't say, well, I've got some friends and they'll pray. Jonah didn't say, well, I, I got a preacher and he'll pray. No, sir. The Bible said then Jonah prayed. Amen. Jonah prayed. People always say, and I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying people always say it. And they say, Brother Rick, he's a, he's a man of prayer. Why aren't you a man of prayer? People say, Brother Rick, he can get a prayer through. Why can't you get one through? You got the same God I got, the same Savior I got. uh, And uh, God will answer your prayer if you're saved. uh, And it ought to be the testimony of every one of us in this building uh, uh, that we have a connection with God, that we can pray, that we can get a hold of God, that we can get God to move heaven for us. Uh, uh, The Bible said, Then Jonah prayed. Uh, Then Jonah prayed. It's never too late. You think it is? That's why that Bible said in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 18, men ought always to pray. Even men in a whale on the bottom of the ocean, they still ought always to pray. Even men that are on the bottom, low as they can go, they still ought always to pray. 1 Thessalonians 5, Paul echoes the same thing, and Paul says, pray without ceasing. In other words, just live in constant prayer. Develop a a, a mentality that you're praying even when you don't know to pray. That your first first avenue of help uh, is not to call the preacher. It's not to call your friend. It's not to post it on Facebook. The first avenue of your your help ought to be that you get along somewhere and you pray. Amen. Uh, The Bible said then Jonah prayed. Wouldn't it be interesting to know how many people when you post it and say pray wouldn't it be interesting to know how many people really pray? I mean that thing I'm told covers thousands of people. I wonder how many really pray. I don't have no way of knowing that but my guess would be they would see that you requested prayer and they'll scroll on down to the next thing would be my guess. The Bible said Jonah prayed. It wasn't too late. It's never too late to pray. I think there's a lot of people right now in the church because they've heard end time sermons and they, they've uh, heard end time teaching and I believe it all. But there's a lot of people that have, in their life, they said, well, it's about over. It's too late to pray. Never too late to pray. You need to pray more now than you did a year ago. Yeah. The Bible said pray without ceasing. Never too late to pray. Amen. Samson learned that. Laying in Delilah's lap, made a mess of his ministry, put in, the, put in grinding and turning the wheel to grind the weed. I blinded with his eyes punched out, Bald with his hair shaved uh, uh, Jonah no strength no energy uh, no no nothing and Jonah the Bible said and then uh, Jonah prayed unto the Lord uh, the Bible said in uh, judges 16:28 and Samson called unto the Lord uh, uh, the Bible said that Samson, Pushing that grinding wheel. Samson bald. Uh, uh, Samson weak. Uh, The Bible said Samson still ordered a prayer on the bottom and God heard him. God heard him. Amen. What about Hezekiah? It's never never too late to pray for your sick ones. I don't care if they got them hooked up to a ventilator I don't care if they've got them on life support. I don't care if the doctor shakes their head and said there's no way. It's never too late to pray. Amen. Fact, there's my illustration. Brother Bill. Never, never too late to pray. Amen. You see, the Bible says that Hezekiah, they had done pronounced him and said you're going to die. And Hezekiah, unlike some people, Hezekiah didn't say, okay, doc, if you say it, It must be going to happen. Okay, Isaiah, you're the prophet. If you say it, it must be going to happen. But the Bible said that Isaiah turned his face toward the wall and he began to pray. And lo and behold, God heard him and gave him 15 more years of life. Amen. It's never too late to pray. What about Peter? Walking on the water in the midst of the storm. Gets mysterious and he begins to sink. Probably done went down once. Probably done went down twice. Looks like it's too late to pray. And when his Jewish head bobs back up, he said, Lord, save me! All he could do was pray a three-word prayer. But guess what? It wasn't too late. And the Lord reached down, brought him up. Amen. You never know what God's going to do, Brother Walt used to say. So number one, it's never too late to pray. Jonah teaches me that. Number two, you can pray anywhere. You don't have to be at church. You don't have to be at the altar. You don't have to have your Bible open. You don't have to have a preacher around. You can pray anywhere why did God set it up that way? Because you need prayer everywhere. Amen. Most people, if they only pray when they come to church, they ain't going to pray much. Amen? But you see, Jonah tells us you can pray anywhere. You say, how, how's that? Because the Bible said, verse 1 of chapter 2, Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God Don't mess it out of the fish's belly. If you can pray inside a whale on the bottom of the ocean, inside a fish's belly, you can pray anywhere. You can pray washing dishes. You can pray sweeping the floor. You can pray washing your hair. That makes some of us want to pray when we see how little we got left. Amen. You can pray driving down the road. I made a practice a few years ago driving from Revival, sometimes five, six, seven-hour drive. And one day it dawned on me, I'm wasting time. I could be praying. And so I just start praying when I'm going to where I'm going. i Pray 30 minutes or yeah. pray a hour driving down the road. Stop, get me some coffee, listen to a sermon or something, and then start back in praying again. Yeah. You can get a lot of praying going. You can get a lot of praying going to a revival. Amen. Yeah. You can get a lot of praying in going to preach at a revival. Amen. Yeah. The Bible says that we need to learn to redeem the time because the days, watch it, are evil. Amen. Yeah and you sit around with a cell phone punched it 10 and 15 hours a day, Uh, you watch watch 12 hours of television every day, the Bible said redeem the time! Because the days are evil. Amen. The Bible said you can pray. Jonah, teach me you can pray anywhere. Anywhere you can pray. It's going to be hard to give excuse to God when He says we can pray anywhere and we can pray anytime. And God pulls our little prayer record up. We got we got recorded in our in our recordings. We got recorded. We prayed three minutes a night before we went to bed. We fell asleep before we got that done. It's gonna be hard to reckon that with God. You can pray anywhere. Now not only it's never too late to pray, not only you can pray anywhere, but verse 2 teaches me this, Jonah said, And I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Not only it's never too late to pray, not only can you pray anywhere, but the clincher, the motivator, the thing that stirs your heart is the Bible said, God hears me when I pray. Man, I'm telling you, that pumps me up when I pray and God answers prayer. And if you ain't careful, you'll miss it. Because you're playing games, but God ain't. You whisper a prayer and you forget about it a mile down the road and you don't think about it no more. God answers that thing at the close of the day, but because you wasn't sincere about it, you didn't even think about it. You missed the prayer that you prayed that God answered. That's why the Bible said, watch and pray. Watch and pray. God wants you to see that he answers prayer so that you know why God does that. He does that to motivate you to pray more. The Bible said that he answers our prayer that our joy might be full. When I find something that works, I normally keep on doing it. Amen. And I've found out one thing over 40 years. I've found out prayer works. Prayer works. Prayer works. Oh, Jonah's down there in that whale. He starts to pray. He's on his way up. Look at verse 9. Jonah said, I will sacrifice unto thee the voice of thanksgiving. Jonah begins to thank the Lord. The way up is prayer. The way up is thanking God. Now wait a minute. The Bible said, Jonah said, I will sacrifice unto thee the voice of thanksgiving. Jonah ain't got no lamb down there. Jonah ain't got no turtle dove down there. Jonah ain't got nothing he can sacrifice except a whale and he's too big and Jonah ain't got nothing to kill him with and Jonah don't have the whale. The whale's got Jonah. So how in the world is he going to do any sacrifice? And Jonah runs ahead to the New Testament in Hebrews chapter 13 and he says, By him therefore let us offer unto him the sacrifice of praise unto God continually, that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks unto his name. Uh, Jonah said, I ain't got no Old Testament sacrifice to offer up, but I'll just offer up a New Testament sacrifice. Uh, God ain't want you to bring a lamb or ox or turtle dove. Uh, uh, God ain't want you to do that. Your sacrifice is in your mouth. Uh, And God wants you to sacrifice with your tongue. Uh, uh, God wants you to sacrifice with your praise. Uh, You don't need a lamb. God gave you a lamb. Uh, And that's the only lamb you'll ever need. Uh, Amen. You don't need to ever make another sacrifice because Christ was our eternal sacrifice forever and ever and ever. And the only sacrifice you need to make is the one you make with your lips. Uh, Offering unto God the gift of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, the praise of Thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. I believe that old whale's moving up. Carrying God's man. Heading toward the top, buddy. He's down there deep. He's been on the bottom. Now here's the clincher here. You say, well, I thank God. Yeah, you thank God when you got a raise. Yeah, you thank God when your COVID test come back Negative. Yeah, you thank God when you got your check in the mail. Yeah, you thank God when everything's all right at home, which is seldom ever. Yeah, you thank God when you didn't get laid off, you didn't get fired, you thank God, but here's the clincher. Jonah thanked God when he didn't feel like thanking God. Do you think... Three days in a whale's belly at the bottom of the ocean. You think Jonah felt like praising God? Look here. He said the waters, verse five, the waters can pass me, the depths close me round about. The weeds were wrapped around my head. Do you think Jonah felt like praising God? With seaweeds wrapped around his head? in the bottom of the ocean. It's cold. How many knows the further down you go, the colder it gets, the darker it gets. It's cold down there. But you know what Jonah says? He said, I'm going to thank God. He's on his way up. He thanks the Lord when he doesn't feel like thanking the Lord. I mean... Do you think he feels like thanking the Lord when God has prepared a fish to swallow him up? God has told men to throw him overboard. Uh, God has caused him to be in the belly of the whale. Do you think he feels like thanking God? You say, preacher, I don't feel like thanking God. Thank him anyway. Mays Jackson said you do everything else on the credit. You get that plastic out and you ain't got the money, but you... Use that plastic. You've got the credit. You don't wait till you get money to buy something. Why should you wait till you feel like it to praise God? I think God really takes note. This is good preaching. Thank you, Brother Rick. It's way better than I thought it was going to be. Listen, do you think God doesn't notice some more? I know I do. When somebody's been through a great thing, well, like Brother Caleb this morning, and uh, going through that with right now with his parents, and he stood right there and thanked God and said, "No matter how it turns out, I'm going to still say God's good and we'll still thank God." You think God don't notice that more than He does somebody over here that got a five thousand dollar Christmas bonus and everything's good, and they say, "I want to thank the Lord." Who wouldn't thank the Lord? Amen. Amen? But you see, Jonah is showing us how to get off the bottom Amen. and he thanks God when he don't feel like thanking God. Right. Yeah. Our church world today is so feeling oriented. Amen. If you feel like singing, you do. That don't work for me preaching. Amen. You expect me to be here preaching whether I feel like it or not. I'll come to Sunday school if I feel like it. That don't work for me. We're so feeling oriented. People think that they have to see angels and hear bells and have goosebumps running up and down their back big as basketballs. To do anything for God, you don't have to feel anything. You're supposed to be walking by faith. I'll tell you what a lot of that is. It's just your excuse of getting out of it. I expect Jesus didn't feel like going to the cross. I expect Jesus didn't feel like them driving them nails in His hands and feet. You know what dawned on me the other day? I'm just preaching. Dawned on me the other day, that Bible said we're soldiers of the Lord. That Bible said in 2 Timothy 2, Endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. I'm sitting there meditating on that thing. And I thought, what kind of army would we have if in the Iraq War, the Vietnam War, the Afghanistan War, what kind of uh, army would we have if that soldier got up that morning and the captain said, there's going to be some danger out there. You may die. And we said, well, I'm not going to go today then. What kind of army would we have? I tell you, we wouldn't be flying under that red, white, and blue. You see, if you're a soldier, you go even if you might die. I just finished a great book. It's called uh, uh, Hurricanes and Pandemics and How God Looks at It. This is a 90, 100-page book. I read the whole thing yesterday. And he brings out a lot of good things, but he brings out this. And he said COVID hasn't really changed. It's changed everything COVID has. But he said it hasn't changed anything concerning us. We already know we're under curse. We already know we're going to die. Oh yeah. the, the only thing COVID's changed is that now we realize it might be sooner than we think. Right. Yeah. We're all going to die. Oh yeah. right. so. The Bible said it's appointed to us. The Bible said... That death entered into the world by sin, therefore all men sin, so all men die. Why do we act like we think we're never going to die? You're going to die. I'm going to die. If Jesus doesn't come, we're going to all die. But if we're saved, we're going to live again. He didn't feel like giving thanks. I'll tell you something else he did. Verse 9, he said, I'll pay that that I vowed. Head it up. Jonah realized he owed God something. We live in a generation that Christ has died on the cross in agony, suffered, and tossed on an old rugged cross Gave up everything in heaven to come down here and we live in a generation that somehow feels like they don't owe God anything. Jonah said, I owe God. Whether He delivers me or not, I owe God thanksgiving. The Bible said, Jonah said, I will pay that I vowed. Amen. He gave thanks where it belonged. That's right. He said, Salvation is of the Lord. Yeah. Amen. He's on the way up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's paying what he owes. He's he's thanking God when he don't feel like thanking God. Amen. Amen. He's given thanks to the one that deserves thanks. Amen. There's never a day, never a moment that God don't deserve it. We may not feel like it, but He still deserves it. Amen. Jonah prayed. Jonah thanked the Lord. He's on the way up. Look at verse seven. He said, "I remembered." The Lord. He's almost at the top. He said, I remembered the Lord. And the Bible says, verse 10, And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry ground. Jonah was all the way on the bottom, but Jonah... Jonah, Jonah prayed and he's moving up. Jonah thanked the Lord and he's moving up off the bottom. He's arising all time. And Jonah remembered the Lord and now he's on dry ground. Amen. He's off the bottom. Just what did he remember about the Lord? Well, from his own words in verse 7, he said, my prayer came unto thee and to the holy temple. He remembered God was still on the throne. Amen. He said, I'm in the bottom. I'm down here at the bottom. I'm in the whale's belly, But God is still on the throne. Amen. Woo. That will do you some good to remember that many times during the day that God is still on the throne. He was on it in Genesis, and he's, he'll be on it in Revelation, And he'll be on it forever and ever and ever. Jonah remembered God is on the throne. A man that's on the throne with the power God has could help you in any situation. Jonah remembered God. Jonah remembered God had spared his life. Look at verse 6. Yet hast thou brought up my life. Jonah remembered that God had spared his life, Bill. You could remember that. God has spared his life. Amen. Jonah remembered that the Lord had power to go either way with it, and the Lord spared his life. God's on the throne. God has spared his life. He's on the way up. He remembers he's still alive. All of y'all are still alive. If you don't believe it, pinch yourself. You may act dead, but you're alive. You ought to remember that God has let you live till November the 30th on a Sunday night, 2020, when a lot of other people have not made it through the year. Their life is not spared. God has spared your life. And if God has spared your life, it must be for a reason. God had something else He wanted Jonah to do. You say, well, what was it? Same thing He wanted him to do before he got on the bottom. Spared his life. And then he remembered the most wonderful thing that everybody on the bottom needs to remember. The Bible says, verse 1 of chapter 3, And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time. He remembered that God gives second chances. God gives second chances because many of us have blowed the smithereens the first one. We messed up a marriage. We messed up a life. We messed up a job. But aren't you glad I feel sorry for people that their church teaches and believes that God can never use divorce people. They don't know much about God. He's a God of second chances. He's a God of second chances. I feel sorry for people that, think God, can never use drug addicts or alcoholics and and the worst of all, somebody that's been incarcerated in prison. God gives second chances. Mr. ma'am, you better be careful about not wanting to give somebody else a second chance because you might find yourself needing one. And if who you're merciful, if God, God sees if you're merciful, the Bible said God will be merciful to you. That's right. We can all mess up. Clear. We may get aggravated. I may get upset. Uh, I may get out of sorts because somebody got out of the will of God. But the bottom line I need to remember is by the grace of God, that could be me. You're right. You're right. And we need to remember that God is a God of second chances. And God let Jonah come all the way up to the top. The whale spit him out on dry ground. And Jonah was all the way to the bottom in chapter 2. But in chapter 3, he's topside preaching, having a great revival. God's using him. You say, What are you saying tonight? I'm saying, Look at Jonah. He shows us the way up from the bottom. From the bottom. Father, I thank you for this little old truth, really a great truth.